What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Bitchipedia podcast. As always, I'm your host, Becca, and this week's episode is one that I am so excited to share with you. I got a chance to speak with Irene White. You may know her as Carol from Superstore. She randomly followed me on Twitter, I think because of the Bravo content that I was sharing. And we had spoken a couple of times like through comments and stuff like that. But I DM'd her last week and she was so, so sweet. I DM'd her and asked her how hard I needed to beg her to get her on my podcast. And she was like, no begging required, which I told her she really missed an opportunity to get someone to beg them to do something. But she was so sweet and she came on and we talked about Bravo. So honestly, this is one of those episodes that's Bravo heavy. But actually, when we discuss it on the podcast, we talk about how I struggle with, you know, being seen as one dimensional or worrying about being seen as one dimensional. And in the same token, it's basically the flip side of that coin. I'm also afraid of merging those worlds together because all of the podcast tips that you hear and, you know, videos that I've watched that are like, you need to be as specific as possible. That's how you're going to get your viewers and all that stuff. And it's like, I understand that, but I'm not going to do that. So like, bear with me. If you don't watch Bravo, some of the content you may not understand, and that's totally fine. Like take what resonates, leave what doesn't. Um, there will be a lot of episodes. I'm obviously not changing the content, but yeah, I'm going to sprinkle in a little Bravo every now and then. So You'll hear a little bit of that. And if you are into Bravo, oh my God, she has hot takes on all things Bravo and Housewives. So we discuss a little bit of that. And has Bravo gotten too dark to enjoy? Like is reality TV as a whole becoming this kind of sickness that we need to feed the machine? But Irene was so lovely and she was actually so full of tips for me just as a creative soul. And, you know, like I said, being put into a box or being seen as one dimensional or being typecast. And she has a lot of beautiful advice for that. And again, she was just so much fun. So I hope you guys enjoy this conversation as much as I did. Everyone, welcome to the podcast, Irene White. Hello. You got ready so fast. I did. That was amazing. You're like, okay, hold on. Let me put on my face. You know, you know so I got ready. This I'm is, good. This is very meta for me right now. I just yeah. want you to know that. You're, first of all, you're the one of the first names on my podcast guest manifestation vision. Oh my God. <laughs> I know. I know. Oh my gosh. What an honor. I know, right? Okay. okay, so welcome to my Thank podcast. I don't know if you've ever even listened, if you listen to it or like know anything about it. I, I don't know a whole lot about it, so I would love okay. to know. It's okay. Well, I was going to tell you, like you didn't, if you didn't do any research, what if you came on here and it's like anti-feminist or something? Like what if <laughs> I'm like- been, That would have been a bad <laughs> business move for me. Again, <laughs> no. No, we talk. So I don't talk about Bravo on my podcast because- other real world connection you know ronnie Karam. i do i do know him from um we used to do we used to uh be at this improv theater together for years and years and years yeah called improv olympic or io west it was called right that's amazing well so they do a bravo podcast that they started obviously way before i started mine 
but I okay. feel like they do such an amazing job that I don't even want to touch it. I don't go there. Great. So I Great. stick to my TikToks and we talk about um, trauma on here. You talk about what? Trauma. Great. <laughs> <laughs> but it's totally fine. I'm going to do something different today, but we'll start with just what's the most dramatic thing that's ever happened to you? The most dramatic? <laughs> oh, okay. So I was like, whoa, okay. <laughs> I'm totally kidding. No, I'm totally kidding. No, I do want to talk about Bravo with you because honestly, okay. I don't really care if anyone on the podcast cares about Bravo. This is for us. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. I want to know your Bravo opinions, but I'll okay, lobby. Right. I'll easy win and I'll lobby some gentle right. questions to begin Love with. It. Okay. Okay. Wait. So tell me your first acting role, what it was, and how you got it. My first. You mean like the first, like the first paid role or do you mean like the first like kind of starts counting when you get paid I well I happen to believe that Uh you're an artist from the moment you are like I think I want to do this right that would have been like honestly like when I was in fifth grade amazing play about Abraham Lincoln and I was like huh I think I could make a living in this Um, my first paid acting job was um, I guess it was with a children's theater company in St. Louis. That would have been like my first, like real, like, this is my job, my full-time job, not like a side thing. Right. And then I moved out here to Los Angeles. My first paid job was a commercial for Lipton iced tea. Nice. Yeah. A commercial yeah. spot. Well, my favorite role that you have obviously is Carol. Oh, thank you. I love thank her. And when you. I messaged you on um, Twitter the first time, or maybe it was like a comment or something that was like, yo, Carol's just misunderstood. And I stand by that. I think Carol was misunderstood. I think, listen, I think Carol has big feelings. Right. And, and she really just wants to be loved. Right. And she doesn't necessarily know the right way to go about it. But, she, <laughs> but she's a go-getter. And I like she, that. She has hustle. She's exactly. a hustler. Yeah. She's a hustler baby like Lisa She's, Renna. Oh. All right. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> I just ruined Carol for you. <laughs> no, that's all right. I guess I can see some similarities between Carol and Lisa Renna. Listen, I'm going to be honest with you and this I don't even want to admit this. But when I'm doing the videos impersonating Kyle Richards, there yeah. are some moments when I don't like how much I'm relating to her or even like if I'm watching her and she says funny stuff, I'm like yeah no. I refuse no. to I refuse to like her I know it's rough it's rough I used to never have any opinion about Kyle at all right like uh, neutral I yeah I was neutral yeah. I, was, I like her sometimes I don't like her sometimes I see because I really thought that when Kim was on that she was really I mean that was a real world situation that she was right. doing and so I really had a lot of compassion for her but now I do think I see a lot of the like what they call shadow producing uh-huh where I, I feel like that's pretty obvious now and then yeah. there and I don't really like, like that it. kind of like open what I consider kind of like open manipulation of a situation <laughs> I don't like that <laughs> right and she shamelessly does it like I feel like in the past when she did it, it was kind of behind the scenes, but now she just doesn't care anymore. Just like, whatever. Yes. No, I know. It's just like, and then, yeah, I, I, yeah, I don't like that. And I, yeah, the whole, like, I know it just happened, but that thing with Sutton where she was like shaking her, yes. I, was like, I don't like that. I don't no. like that. And it doesn't matter if you've apologized for it. Like 
I don't, I don't really like that. I don't think that yes. it's not good. It's not right. Good. Okay. Me. So that brings don't me to a question <laughs> that I've asked on the podcast, like Twitterverse, cause it's rough out there, you know, like Bravo Twitter is. Oh yeah. It's, it but is. Do yeah. you think that housewives are getting too dark to enjoy? Because sometimes when I make recaps, I'm like, I don't even want to do It's not even funny. Yeah. Like, yeah, I will say that I do think um, that there comes a point with all of the housewives where they have to generate something to stay on mm-hmm. and it does become really dark. Like I happen to love Phaedra, but, yes. but what, and I'm very glad she's back on my screen, right? she generated against candy was, um, so awful. Yes. And then you, and it's, I, I think that they, I mean, look, I, obviously I've never been one of the housewives, but I, I think the, the, the amount of fame and the amount of like engagement they have now yes. can be kind of crushing. And, and then it's like the, whatever, it's like that, the snake that eats its tail. Like they have yes. to stay on the show because they all have businesses now that they need. Yes. To and yes. then they're like, well, I, I won't get in trouble. And so, we, I, yeah, to answer your question, I do think it's become a little too dark. Well, yeah, and the Phaedra really thing dark. too, that's one of the things that I get like when I post TikToks about um, Real Housewives Ultimate Girls Trip. It was talking about Phaedra. Yeah. And it was such mixed comments because half of them are like, did you forget what she did? Yeah. And it's like, no, but is there, one, is there a statue of limitations on these things? Like, right. it puts you in such a weird situation because it's like, yeah, yeah we watch these women and we watch their lives fall apart, but at some point it stops being fun yeah. and then you're like crucified I'm like Jesus on the cross you know yeah. <laughs> you're like crucified yeah. for standing behind the housewife yeah I I think I do think it gets I do think it gets too dark and that like miscarriage thing was like whoa 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 like alcohol can only excuse so much and then yes. you just have like why would you talk to your friend that way right you know there's cameras around I think that's you what know. happens they get carried away thinking it's like and I'm sure it is very like strange because it is their real lives like they mm-hmm. do stuff for the camera and then you turn around and it's like okay now I have to go deal with the repercussions of what I you know like with my yeah. actual life and it's terrifying and, and it's kind of months later you know what I mean like that yes. was at, around Thanksgiving so yes. it's like they've made up they're all moving on and then but we all see it and we're like right. oh, wait a minute let's reopen that, that some bullshit right <laughs> right okay so what is your favorite um or maybe I should say your least favorite housewife trope you could do both favorite and oh, least favorite okay. so we've got you know like the the new businesses I'm tired oh. of seeing those the yeah. home remodel or the marriage falling apart Right. They come on right before they're breaking up. Which one are you most sick of seeing? I would say it's the businesses. I think um, so too. Because I, 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 if we're really going to go back, like mm-hmm. Atlanta is my favorite. Okay. Has always been my favorite. I love it. I, I'm all about it. Okay. But the first season, none of them had businesses. Right. Now with New York, the first season, Jill had Zarin Fabrics. Yes. And Bethany had her business, but none of the rest of them had businesses. Or maybe Ramona, well, I guess she was doing her, something. Uh, what's it called? It wasn't true, true religion. True That's a real thing. True faith. <laughs> true faith. By the way, I bought some of her serum. Off was of it good? It did not do anything for me. If, okay. it, I thought it was really watery. I don't remember what it's called now. I can see it being terrible. 
I was actually going to be disappointed if you were like, it was really good. God, it was great. No, but I'll tell you what I did do. And then we're going to get back to this. About three weeks ago, I went to see um, the Countess live. I went to see her cabaret show here. Was it incredible? I tried her fosé. They were serving fosé there and it was delicious. Was it? Yeah. I love that. I I mean, I like to drink. I mean, I I do drink, but I, but and I've tried some non-alcoholic wines and they were all terrible. I have to tell yeah. you, that Jose, pretty good. Pretty she good. needs to send you a box yeah. of that shit for plugging please. her. Please, please. <laughs> and the show itself was so charming. It was, I mean, um, it was a little sloppy in a of way. Of course, but that's part of but the beauty of it. It was great. Yes. And she was up there singing her heart out she's singing Fleetwood Mac yes singing you know Broadway tunes and she had mentioned that the um, band this was on a Friday night Uh she had just met this band on like Wednesday or something like that so they got this show together perfect fantastic she's super hot tremendous amount uh, a tremendous sense of humor about herself and um I was I mean, like, does she have a great voice? No. Is that why we're there to see her? (laughs) No. But is she charming and charismatic and delightful to watch? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Well, and okay. So do you think that it's funnier when they're in on the joke or when Mm -hmm. they're not? Well, so if I'm going to look at that, well, what were you going to say? No, go ahead. I was going to say, if I'm going to look at that, I think initially um, she was not in on, in on the joke, like right. the, with the Giovanni, like, I think she yeah. was like, I am Broadway. Um, I think now what I saw, she's in on the joke because while they, while she changes costumes, yeah. they show clips from the show and all the way. And like up to her, they show clips of her getting arrested. They show clips of um, people yelling, you know, they, they show clips of, uh, you know, like it's not, what was Bethany? She was like, it's Please not, say it's not about Tom. It's no, about they Tom. didn't show that. They showed the way she's <laughs> like, it's not cabaret. Life is not a cabaret. Like they show that clip and then they show, they just show a bunch of clips and That's they show amazing. Her, her whole thing of like with Tom. And then she comes out and like makes a comment about it. And does anybody know any single men or whatever it is? I don't think initially she was in on it. So right. I actually think now, um, like, I don't think I would have enjoyed that show, the like where Dorenda was screaming Giovanni. Yeah. I would like, this is cringe. Yeah. <laughs> but now I was like, you know what? This woman is, I don't know how old she is, 55, something like that. Yeah. Look at her go. And I'm she like, was- good yes. on you. You're That's doing what, what you want to do. Yes. I love it. Luann needed a win and maybe when what you're saying is because she's being it came across as like inauthentic because she was speaking yeah. and it was weird but now she's like yeah this is me and big middle finger to all the housewives who talk so much shit about her like yeah. I hope she thrives yes yeah and like I look at like the other uh well candy being aside but like Kim who had her you know tardy for the party song or whatever like yes. Luann has stuck with this I am going to do cabaret shows. Right. She has stuck with it. And like, yeah. I, I have a lot of respect for that because it, 
it cannot be easy for her to get up in front of, I don't know how many people were there, 500 people, 400 people. I don't know. Like that's no. And she used to be a nurse and you know, I mean like this was not, yeah. yeah. So I have a lot of respect for her. Aside from that, I don't really like all the businesses. I get that. Like the agency. The agency, Rent a Beauty. Um, what I, about I Dorit? Dorit's business kind of seems what like is it. Dorit's, what's her business now? I can't she's remember. Beverly Beach. Oh, yeah. Remember she, she renamed it? Yeah, but I thought she was doing wedding dresses now. Oh, yeah. She did do wedding dresses. Because she had a fashion show in her house. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, I thought, wait a minute. I thought she was doing an Italian restaurant. She decorated. She did interior design for the Italian restaurant. Yeah. What? She wasn't even in the restaurant. It was just decor for the restaurant. Yeah. I think, so, I think Lisa Vanderpump went around to all the restaurant owners in Beverly Hills and were like, me or her, bitch. <laughs> no, exactly. Exactly. So she, I think it's in, ball yeah. to read I in the like restaurant. To there. I think it's a Buco de Beppo. Yeah. Okay. So you live out there. Do you ever go to yeah. any of these places where they film? I will tell you, I have no. a very good friend named Tara and we go to, we have gone to Pump. We've yes. gone to Sir. We've gone to Tom Tom. Um, Is Tom Tom cool? I heard it's small. Um, It must have expanded because they okay. have a back room. It was not that small, really. Oh, nice. Uh, okay. The food was good. Um, Were they Sir, there? That we didn't. The only person we saw at we saw Max at Sir, uh, Lisa's son, but we didn't. Oh, see that anybody. Yeah, we didn't see. Yeah, not that. Uh, that <laughs> wait, isn't her son's name Max? No, yeah, right. I think it's Max. Max. Yeah, Max. Okay, but yeah. there was also that other Max on, Vin- yeah, the race. Uh, <laughs> yes, and we didn't see him. Um, when we went not to right. Sir, it was just like here, restaurants were closed for a very long time. Right. So when we went to Sir, only patios were open. And so we were only outside. You could go inside to go to the bathroom, but I think nobody was eating inside. So right. it was a little like we should go back now that like the whole restaurant is open. Right. Uh, Pump was lovely. Um, Tom Tom was fun, actually. Right. Yeah, it was fun. And their new place is about to open and we'll go over there, whatever it's called. Um, I don't Schwartz but, and Sandy's. Uh, Schwartz, they and Sandy. that name? Yeah. No. Schwartz and Sandy's is going to open. We'll Schwartz, go over there. Schwartz and Katie are getting a divorce. I know. I know. I know. I mean, I saw it coming, but still, for some reason, I was affected. Yeah. And, you know, I um, live sort of in the neighborhood where they all bought houses. Yeah. I live in an apartment. Um, but <laughs> Rental. Did, during high the high pandy, uh-huh. uh, my I have some friends and we would have drinks in their front yard and they live around the corner from well I don't know maybe Jax and Brittany moved but we would see Jax walking the dog walking his dog yeah you Mm. saw Jax in real life just out in nature yeah just walking his dog that's terrifying yeah I don't even know what I would do I've never seen any of the Beverly Hills housewives though that's probably because they're not real. I'm not convinced like, actually. <laughs> I would like to. I thought about going over to a Vanderpump Dogs. Yes. Just to see if Lisa was there. Okay. So would you ever go to BravoCon? Because that's a new thing. So I would not spend the money to do that. And, and to be honest, I have a little bit of COVID fear still. I and that. I don't want to be in a big group of 1,500 people screaming right. at me. 
about yeah uh, no we're i'm in mississippi and they just pretended it didn't happen so like when you were saying restaurants were closed it's like oh after like three months they were like hey just oh my god hilarious no our restaurants were like were like closed i mean for a very very long time right so and i still have some some covid i'm afraid of it i'm afraid of that that's okay i think that's okay i did not go to BravoCon. no well that leads us perfectly into the scene I want your opinion. Real Housewives Ultimate Girls. Have you watched the second yeah. season? Oh, yeah. Yes, I have. Vicky being anti-vax. Oh, my God. I, I have to tell you. So tell I am surprised that they let her do the show. Because yeah. here, everything you audition for now, um, you have to be vaccinated. Like, end of story. Right. Everything is like, this set is fully vaccinated, blah, 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 blah. Um, and you get COVID tested all the time. Now I'm sure that all of them were getting COVID tested right. and the crew was, cause they were all staying in one location, but like, I, well, it does, it didn't surprise me that she's we'll there. Right. I was like, of course. That um, tracks. Yeah, that totally tracks. <laughs> um, I mean, like I bet Ramona's anti-vax too. Right. You know? Oh, 100%. Um, uh, but, uh, I, yeah, that didn't surprise me. It did surprise me though, that she was able, that they hired her without. Yes. And them. from Phaedra's reaction, it kind of seems like, uh, I was under the impression, like, it was like, they didn't tell her, like, I, I thought we were all here back. I know. Yeah. 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 Vicky, it doesn't surprise me at all. You're right. Surprise. And it did kind of surprise me, but I don't know why. Like it shouldn't have, but I was still like, I think it's because she, like Ramona would have hidden it. You know, she would have been like, I, I don't want to talk about it. Yeah, but she Vicky was like, that. Yeah. Yes. Uh, the yeah. vaccine, like aluminum hat. She was going into like, Oh my God. Oh my God. <laughs> I know. I know. But I'm glad right. that I saw yeah. it. And I'm glad that they're leaving it in. And I like, like Real Housewives Ultimate Girls Trip 2 for me is my multiverse. I don't oh, watch the God. Avengers, but I imagine that's what it's like. <laughs> Worlds colliding. You know what yeah. I mean? Did and you like written- the first one? not as much because I didn't like the people that were on there okay okay yeah Cynthia is not my person she drives me nuts fair enough unpopular opinion her and Candy are the two that I can just think of off the top of my head Candy is my number one unpopular opinion that I don't like her she drives me nuts I think she's boring interesting yeah yeah do you not you like do you like Candy I don't I mean I don't think that Candy has been for the f- past few years, I don't mm-hmm. think that she's really been um, performing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was gonna say bringing like because right. I, I personally the, the, like we're talking about housewife tropes. I yes. can't stand that I'm having a baby housewife trope. Like that drives that me. One's the, that one's the worst. I like oh I'm you know I I can't even think I'm bes- besides Candy now that I've said that. I'm well, like, no, because it was all on Vanderpump Rules. Remember all of them got pregnant we had to listen to like three of them at once talk about it yes there was that but I guess maybe on well and I guess Bethany had a baby um it didn't bother me when Bethany did it and she I feel like she got spinoffs for her stuff which is fine like who spinoff then I don't have to watch it but don't eat up my airtime on Real Housewives yeah (laughs) when when, um when um I guess Teresa had had a baby she was and pregnant then, lots of times yes and um I, Eva had babies too for whatever reason see I didn't watch, watch Eva on no I watched up until um 
the Phaedra thing, the Phaedra candy thing. And then I had like missed a couple of seasons and right. then I heard that all this shit was happening, but I never caught up. And then by then I felt like it had slipped through my fingers and I could never come right. back on because they started getting like new cast members. I didn't yeah, know. Yeah, they do. They do. Yeah. Um, Revamped. I do feel like um, she wants to stay out of the fray. And um, I think that that is not necessarily the job of the housewife. Right. Um, so yeah, I, you got to yeah. get in there. Yeah. I yeah. Think- yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, which um, housewife do you identify with most, or at least which archetype? So, mine would be like Bethany vibes. Okay. Yeah. So, I would say that straight off the bat, mm-hmm. I identified with Bethany because we're the same age, and oh, nice. so I was like, I was like, oh, I get this girl. Like when the show started, you know, like she was single and and you know doing her business, and I was like, right. oh, I get this girl. I get this girl. I don't necessarily so much anymore, right? Because uh, as I said, I rent, and um, <laughs> that girl does not. Um, so you're more like um, Alexis Molino. Yeah, yeah. She rented so trashy. <laughs> I know, right? Um, but let me see who I identify with, um, or even what I mean. Franchise. Yeah, right. I feel like there's all there's like the stimpiest, and I think about people. Hear me out. I don't know how like out there you are it's like spiritual carol when she went to sedona you remember mm. she came back that's me that's my vibes like zodiac okay. i like when they talk about zodiac signs on there and i know okay. everyone makes fun of it but it really does i think it tells you so like cynthia bear with me right cynthia's yeah. a pisces which is just like they're all their feelings are always hurt oh too, they're very like sensitive it's too much but yeah. then someone like kyle who's like capricorn is bitchy and blunt if you go back and look really there's a method to it i'm telling you but then all of the virgos i'm a virgo and all the virgos um lala kent oh Tamara. these are the cameras okay yes she's the exact same birthday as me really what day is that september 2nd okay yes okay but that's what that's like those are the people that I'm aligning myself with. When, so maybe I shouldn't lean too much. <laughs> I wonder, I'm a Libra. I wonder if there, if any of them are Libras because we don't like to fight. Right. Balance. Libras like, like balance. We, yeah. We would not be like a good, yes, a good housewife. Look them up. I will. Look up which one is the, um, the Libras. Cause I so wonder. Which one's like balance. Maybe. Well, I was going to say Taylor Armstrong. But Maybe. I feel like she's not. She feels a little unhinged. No, yeah, she does. She's like, I my I'm my life has changed, and here we go. Yeah. Um, uh, what was I going to say? We were talking about ultimate girls. archetypes. Oh yeah, archetypes. Yeah. Yeah. I honestly, I, this is going to sound crazy, but I sort of identify with Kenya. I love that. I'm like, you know what, girl? Yes, I yes. love that she is. I almost always. I'm on her side. She gets messy. Right. Like Kenya more hair care. Yes. And wait, did you see that where she came into Marlo's thing? And um, I saw where she was putting water in the product. Wasn't that her? And they were like, this is a real product. It was that, but also Marlo had a wig, a wig reveal. Uh-huh. And Kenya brought her own marching band that was going, Kenya more hair care. You have to look up the clip. Okay. It was done. Yes. So messy. I've got to get um, back into Atlanta. I love Atlanta. I love Atlanta. I think I've got to get back. They are honestly 
I think I think Potomac and Atlanta are authentically them. Yes. Like, I just think that they are. Um, yes. But I, I really love Kenya. I really love her. I think that she, for all of her, like, because um, she's blunt, mm-hmm. but I really think she has common sense, which I think is lacking in a lot of housewives. Yes. And... So- one thing I like about her is she stands behind her shit. You know, a lot of women yeah, will backtrack, but she's like, yes, yeah. and I don't give a, f-, you yeah. know, and I like yeah. that energy. I like that. Yeah, I mean, like, I didn't like when she brought the scepter to that, to the one where she was the yes. like, that was like, okay, this was like, don't do that. Right. But I think that she has mellowed some and yes. I generally think she's pretty, she has common sense. Right. Yeah. I like a smart, and I think you need this to balance it out. That's what, it's no fun to have a bunch of dumb housewives arguing if there's not one, like Bethany, who's the voice of reason to, because we, the audience are watching, and if there's no one on TV saying the things that we're thinking, it's infuriating, and I feel like that's why people like Sutton and Garcelle so much now, because before a lot of people, you know, Kyle would say stupid shit, and she would just get away with it, and now there's someone on screen being like, "Uh yeah. Yeah. I I really love Sutton too. I think I, you know, I really don't like Diana. Um, I, uh, and I, the thing I will give Diana this though. I do think sometimes that Sutton is a little clumsy with her words, Yeah, but I love Sutton. Yes. I like her too. And that's another probably kind of unpopular opinion because I feel like some people are torn. That's the thing. It's like the, um, What's well, like a catch 22 with housewives of like, you, I, you can't hundred percent commit to any of these women. Like they can yeah. be good on TV, but also terrible people. Like would I want yeah. to hang out with Luann every day? No, I'm sure she no. sucks the air out of a room right. constantly, you know, but is it yeah. fun to watch her on TV? Yes. So like, yeah. I'm not saying I'm aligning myself with these women as role models, but like I'm watching trash yeah. TV for a reason, you know? Yeah. And, you know, I, I do want to say this about Diana saying okay. I don't like her. Here's the thing. Um, I don't like the way she's coming across on, on the show. And I think, I don't know if she had watched the show, uh-huh. but whenever there's a late housewife who's like, I've never watched the show. I'm mm-hmm. like, that's bad business. You should yeah. have watched the show. Like, right. should have watched. Right. And also, I don't believe you because why would you sign on to do a reality show, you know, and just have. And how can you live in a, a town so small as Beverly Hills and not know, you know, it doesn't, I don't believe yeah. it when she says that. Yeah. I, I don't believe it either. And it, it, um, I, you know, it's funny. Like one of the things that I like about Atlanta mm-hmm. is that, um, is that there, there are these like real moments where I, I'm like, oh, I understand. I can, I understand what's going on or this makes sense to me or whatever it is. Yes. It resonates. Yeah, and Beverly with the Beverly Hills. I mean, I watch it every week, believe <laughs> obviously. But, uh, but like, I there's not, and I live here, right? And I'm like, none of this seems real. <laughs> what doing, like, there's nothing about this that seems real to me, right? So, yeah, let me connect the two here because I wanted to ask you some, not just about Bravo stuff too, but yeah. it's kind of the same thing. Like you're talking about channeling the energy of people my whole life have tried to put me into a box right Mm -hmm. and I think it's okay to sometimes channel the energy of Kenya I don't want to be like her all the time right so it's like accessing those parts of you 
that you need. So I think we need a balance, like you said, a balance your Libra, you get it. We need a balance of those things, but it's hard because, okay. So like I said, I talk about Bravo. This is a struggle of, I want to talk about serious things and I want to talk about, you know, all of these good things, but then I worry that if I, it's almost like typecasting with actors, right? Like if you play this role, people might only see you as someone who plays in funny movies and not, you know, so do you have, this is really just advice for me. Do you have any advice on how to embrace all of those parts and not get stuck in one area? Because I worry, for example, if I talk about Bravo stuff that I won't be taken seriously when I want to talk about other stuff too, you know, cause I have all this deeper stuff and right. it's like, I love talking about Bravo, but I don't want to be seen as someone who just talks about, you know, it's not as fulfilling. So what, what do you want to talk about? What do I want to talk about? Yeah. I, I mean, love, like, what are your other ideas that you want to talk oh, about? Oh, I just love, like, I love psychology. And mm. even when I was doing TikToks, because, you know, I make the recaps, like, impersonating. Yeah, yeah. And it's fun, whatever. But it seemed like sometimes when I would put, and this was probably just me inflicting this on myself. But I was nervous about posting videos of me just talking about my Bravo opinions or opinions about anything, psychoanalyzing Bravo liberties. That was my favorite. And I made a couple of those and they just weren't doing as well on TikTok. So uh. I told myself, these people don't care about your opinion. Like they don't want to hear what you have to say. They want you to make fun of housewives and that's it. So I kind mm. of limited myself and started, I was like, okay, I guess. And it took the joy out of it. Like I stopped making them as much because it's like, this isn't fun. I'm not doing it for me. I'm doing it for other people. Yeah. Like we said, these women, it gets very dark sometimes. So it's like, what? why am I even doing this? You know, what is it for? Yeah. So how, how do you do that? Because I feel like an actor is the person, perfect person to channel um, embracing different parts of yourself. Well, first of all, I mean, like, you're going to have a long career, right? So yeah. if you're doing this right now, that's fine. You'll, you'll, it'll transition into something else. I do get typecast. I don't right. really even care anymore. I'm like fine with that. It's like, if you want to pay me, that's great. Let's do it. <laughs> I will pay a secretary, a librarian, the weird neighbor next door. I'm yes. all good with that. Yeah. Um, but like, I mean, I would, I mean, I would say like, do what you love to do. So who, who cares about if people aren't like, I, I'm not on TikTok. So right. you need people to like what you're doing. It's just like getting into the algorithm. So the more likes or views, interaction, whatever you get, the better they do. Right. So I was posting, cause you can see how many views you get. So okay. I posted the first TikTok I ever posted because my TikTok wasn't, I didn't start out doing Bravo stuff, but I sat down randomly one day and was like, I'm just going to I went off um, because I saw the filter, the Erica filter, you know, with the sunglasses. And I was like, this looks just like Erica. And I <laughs> made a video of her talking about Tom when it's like Tom was rolling down the, you know, it was the street yeah, yeah, and snowing yeah. and all that. So I did the monologue and then I posted it and I almost deleted it because I was like, no one on TikTok watches Bravo. No one's going to get it. And I was like, whatever. I just left it. And then randomly, like several hours later, I looked up and it's got like a hundred thousand views. And I was like, what the hell? So then I started posting that, but it's like you start, and I think this is something every creative person or artist or whatever struggles with is like creating for other people because there yeah. is that pressure of like, this is something they want, like the people want to see it, but then it just sucks the life out of you because you're not doing what you want, you know? So I'm, I'm working on finding the balance now and 
realizing that if I'll just do what I want, it'll be okay. But it's hard yeah. not, you know, when people try to put you into that box and be like, no, all you do is read, like, don't get ahead of yourself. We don't care about what you have to say. We want to watch you with the filters. You know? <laughs> but who is telling you that? I mean, just comments. And that's why I say a, a lot of it was probably self-inflicted you know with my like that's what I think that people don't right. want to hear my opinions or what you know care about anything other than that. a lot of that was probably self-imposed but just numbers wise I would post you know videos of me talking about like Dorinda's outrageous behavior and also like I said things get yeah and things yeah. get really nasty like with the phaedra stuff I couldn't even post I posted it was a tiktok of me like impersonating um one of the scenes with Brandy and my friend did phaedra and a lot of people were commenting and were like, how could you forget so easy? Like she accused someone of rape and these yeah. big things. And I'm like, yo, it is not that deep. Like, I don't feel like me posting a TikTok of Phaedra doing funny stuff on a show is aligning with like being okay with rape. I don't, you know, right. but it's terrifying. I have a big fear, not necessarily of criticism, but like mob behavior of all, like what's happening to Kyle right now, as much as I hate Kyle people getting that upset because they get invested in this stuff and people getting that upset about her that they turn around and attack her kid. No, I know it's not appropriate. It's not right. Appropriate. And yeah. they're just strangers. Like these people, you know, I don't know who these people are, but I have a kid, you know, to think that my yeah. decisions of something seemingly lighthearted would turn right. into that. And I know they're not the same, but still that's, you know, that's a big no, no, I hear you. I hear you. Yeah. I, I hear you on that. I mean, I guess, um, I would, I mean, I'm, what's the harm in doing what you want to do? Right. Or maybe you're building a, a base and then it's going to grow into something else. Right. You well, know? I like what you said too. I guess that's the thing is everything feels so permanent. Like I like to think of things, you know, when I find something like yeah. stick to it because I like a routine, yeah, but yeah. I'm trying to embrace the other parts you know, like the people who come into my life who say that, like, this is not forever. Why can't you make TikTok? No, no, no. I mean, like, if you look at yourself when you're, I don't know how old you are, but let's say. I'm let's 31. Say, okay, 31. Great. Yeah. So at 40, mm -hmm. you'll be like, oh, wow. It's so funny. I remember when I was 31, I was doing those, those things. And then in, in a weird way, it just transitioned to this other thing. And then it right. turned into something else, like a, a career. Um, it's just built on like a million things, right? You know, it's not, I, I, I don't even think. I mean, if you look at somebody like Brad Pitt, like his career has been a whole bunch of different things. And right. like, we think like, oh, Brad Pitt is, he's always been happy or he's, I mean, look, I don't know Brad Pitt, but right. that's always been happy. But like, I'm sure he's had moments too, where he's like, I don't want to do sexy shirtless guy anymore. Right. I want to do whatever. You know, right. Yeah. Sexy and that's guy with the shirt on. Right. <laughs> But you're okay with it. I like your opinion, your idea. Like, if they're paying me, first of all, who cares? If they pay to do it, that's fine. You know. Yeah, that's what I think. I'm like, right. you want me to play crazy lady number five? If you're gonna pay me, terrific. Right. I need my health insurance. That's fine. And right. then I can do, you know, I don't know. I just don't think it's that permanent. I mean, I right. think there's a couple of different issues with the like kind of like mob mentality. That is something to consider. Right. But um, but like. I don't think this isn't forever doing impressions right or recaps is not forever you have right. a big career ahead of you thank you that means <laughs> so much to me yeah no it really does it really does and I um okay so 
let me ask you this too, because I've never thought about like being an actor, anything like that ever. Um, but I catch myself understanding things like life makes sense if I put it in the scene of a movie. Does that make sense? Okay. Yeah. The same way. Um, or is that just me? Not necessarily, but I will say that I've gotten, if I'm in a bad place or whatever, I may be inspired by something else. I may be like, Oh, I remember the scene from Amelie and that, you know, does something for me. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So, okay. I'm sorry. Technical difficulties. Um, Okay, so I was leading, what I was trying to say is when I'm going through my real life, I will see people and I'll catch myself trying to like impersonate them. Do you catch yourself doing that? Like I'm, I feel like I make spoofs like I do about Real Housewives about people in my real life. Oh, really? Yes. I, um, I don't think I do that. Give me an example. What do you okay, mean? Okay. So I'm, I'm basically what I'm trying to say is, am I crazy or is this, because this is the way things work in my head. And I'm realizing I thought that everyone saw things that way, but maybe not. So when people draw, you know, when they draw characters, caricatures of them, yeah. it's like exaggerated version. That's what I see with people. So like yeah. Kyle, when I create those characters, it's because yeah. They just seem so like over the top, but I, maybe it's because I'm doing TikToks too much. It's bleeding into my real life. Well, so is that a problem? It sounds I guess fun. Not. It did. <laughs> I mean, I don't think, I don't think it needs, why sounds good to me. Why do I psychoanalyze everything? I don't know. Well, we all do. I mean, we all okay. do that, but like, okay. that seems fine. Right. <laughs> yeah. Like, okay. Seems just stop stressing about it. Harmlessly creative. <laughs> okay. you're right I'm just villainizing my creativity yeah exactly let it let it fly let it flow okay I, need, I really need to embrace this okay let me ask you because I'm just curious and I'll end it on these questions first of okay. all what are you watching right now on your tv what's in your watch list okay uh I just started I just finished below deck um uh down under and I just last night started the new season of low deck med I haven't started it yet. Okay. I'm obsessed. We can talk about that too. I love Below Deck. Um, I love it. <laughs> it's intoxicating. It's intoxicating. Agreed. Okay. That's my favorite. Um, so that's, that's what I just finished watching. Um, and then when a TV, a new TV comes back, I love Abbott Elementary. I've never seen it. My God, it's so funny. It's a okay. On ABC. It's so genuinely funny. Like okay. simple and funny. It's great. I love and that. And um, what else? My boyfriend really loves Star Trek. So um, with him, he's been walking me through this new, totally new Star Trek. Yes. So, Wait, is that the one with Jerry O'Connell on it? It's with his um oh, wife, wife that's what it is okay yeah. I see him tweets of all the time he followed me on Twitter randomly one day oh great Wonderful. that's my that's my well, favorite celebrity yes um so those are the things I'm kind of watching right now yeah okay I'll get it and then real house the ultimate girls trip I watched yes. that I'm not caught up I need to watch the latest episode of that too yeah. I have Ooh. to like mentally prepare myself before I go there <laughs> Yeah, it, it's, um, I love it. And, uh-huh. and also I, I am worried about Dorinda. That's another <laughs> Simultaneously. I get that. Okay. Yeah. And then last question, if there was one show that's been canceled that you could bring back, like what, what, what 
canceled show is still haunting you? What show are you still upset that it's off the air now? Um, well, I, I'll tell you what I loved, and it only had half a season, was the Beverly Hills 90210 reboot. I didn't know it didn't go through. Oh, they had with the ones with like Tori Spelling yeah. and Jason Priestley. I watched every episode. I loved it. It was like oh. self-aware. It was funny. Um, they mentioned Luke Perry passing. Like I loved it. I thought it was so much fun and so great. And of course I was the right, I'm like the right age to watch it. Right. I wish that it had gotten another season because yeah, I would have loved to see what they did with it. Right. Yeah. Well, I mean, speaking like of three years ago now, so. uh, listen, I will carry a grudge because when I tell you mine, my first one is Santa Clarita diet. I'm still upset about it. Oh that. yeah. That was a good show. So good. And then talking about ABC, good shows on ABC, pushing daisies. Do you remember? Oh that? yeah. Yeah. I'm still mad about that. And I think it got canceled in like 2010 or something. Right, so, it's a long time ago. Yeah. yeah. So don't worry about it. I will hold a grudge. My housewife's tagline is, um, the only thing I hold better than my liquor is a grudge. Oh, that's a good one. Yes. I'm waiting. I'm waiting for my moment to use it. But yeah, I'm holding oh it. I love it. They need Thank to you. do a Real Housewives of Mississippi. Uh, no, I'll move to wherever they need me to. <laughs> this would be so problematic. You don't want any ash. You know, you're from the South. You don't want to do it down here. Yeah, I'm going to go to a blue be. state for it. I mean, I did love Dallas at the beginning. And yeah. then it go off the rails. So much potential. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I could talk about this forever with you, but I don't want to eat up too much of your time because you were so generous. Well, thank you for having me. This was oh, so fun. We never even got to talk about trauma. I, such a bummer. I know. That's right. You escaped today. That's okay. I like to mix in a lighthearted episode every now and then. <laughs> I'll have to get you back on for like a nighttime drinks and trauma talk. Great. Let's do it. That. Of Let's course. Well, Let's thank you so much, Irene. Do you want to plug your like uh, Twitter where people can find you if they want to follow um, you? I'm at um, um, at the Irene White. Um, I'm also that on Instagram. I uh, I'm not a prolific tweeter, but I do. But when you do, stuff. it's gold. It's gold, you guys. It's gold. It's gold. <laughs> I just got a puppy, so that's basically what I've been tweeting about. Or I, I love that. Tweet. One tweet about her. Anyway. <laughs> that's that's it. But that's I don't mean the one. But thank well, you thank for you. having me. Of course. Thank you again so much for coming. I appreciate it. And everyone go find her on Twitter because when she does tweet once about her dog, you're going to love gosh. it. You guys are going to love it. You're going to love it. <laughs> thank you right. so much. You're welcome. I'll see you soon. Okay. Bye. bye.